Now, the Common Sense Psychic with Phyllis King. Phyllis brings a unique and down-to-earth style with her Common Sense Psychic readings and spiritual dialogue with callers and guests. Here's your host for the Common Sense Psychic, Phyllis King. Well, good afternoon and welcome to the show. I'm Phyllis King, the Common Sense Psychic. Happy Friday. We made it. Um, love doing the show on Friday. Just a great way to send off into the weekend. Not everyone works on Monday through Friday week, myself included, <laughs> but there's something about it psychologically. It just sends you off with a, you know, with a fresh, spacious perspective. And that's what I'm all about, trying to provide spacious and fresh perspective. Uh, so today is an on-air readings day. If you'd like to get on the air this hour, I'd love to talk to you. The number is 917-889-2894. 917-889-2894. I will take questions in the chat room. Uh, just do remember that I tune in by first name. So if we're talking about a relationship, I need the name of the person involved persons. If we're talking about a job, it's helpful to know the title, the job title or the company you've applied to. If you're selling a property, the street name. And, you know, when you say these names out loud, you kind of light up like a Christmas tree and I can just pick the information out of your space. And that's great for radio. Um, Anyhow, we'll have some fun today. Looking forward to seeing what's going on out there. It's been kind of an interesting year so far. We started out the year with this really robust, intense, fast-moving energy. A lot of chaos in people's lives. It's sort of the energy sort of urging you to make decisions, move forward, take risks, or close things out as well. So it's like take new steps, but also close things down that aren't working. And it's sort of insisting upon it. You've been forced to deal with things. And sort of as the the month begins to draw to a close, you're sort of feeling a softening of that energy. At least I am. And so I'm curious to hear your perspective on that. Um, Let's see, just a couple of announcements um, before we get to your calls and questions. Um, You know, I have launched a new program this year in 2016, the success formula, turning what you want into what you have in 2016. You know, I do this because I love to stretch myself and I love to find new ways to help people realize their goals, different things than what I've been doing. It keeps it interesting and fun. So if you're looking to expand your life in any way, relationship, money, what have you, um, please peruse my success program, but I have a lot of free stuff on the YouTube channel. I've created a lot of two and three minute videos with tips from the success program so you can get all of that for free. Also, if any of you are interested, I created a little quiz, um, success or failure, which mindset do you have? That's on my website in my tip of the month. It's free, of course, but it's just an easy, non-scientific way, but from my perspective, how to kind of gauge where you are on the spectrum in terms of how your mind works when life happens to you. You know, and what I've learned over the years is sometimes the things we do that interrupt our progress or get in the way of us receiving and realizing the goals and visions we have for ourselves are pretty nuanced. They're habits that we don't even realize we have. And so sometimes just breaking it down into these kind of situational questions I pose to you in the quiz, you can kind of see, oh, wow, I, I kind of shut down. I, I, I sort of close up 
as opposed to expand when I should be expanding. So anyhow, if you're into quizzes and you think that would be fun, visit my website, phyllisking.com. And it's again, it's in the tip of the month section right in the upper right-hand corner. Um, and I think that's going to be it. Find me on Facebook. Find me on Twitter. Find me on Instagram. Find me on Pinterest. <laughs> find me on YouTube. <laughs> that's the nature of business these days, friends. you got to be all over social media. It's exhausting. Um, and also, um, I'm going to be launching my new website soon, uh, the King Mastery Institute, which is the school which provides certifications for all my programs and such. So just a lot of construction going on over in my neck of the woods. Okay, I'm going to get a sip of tea here, and we're going to go to our first caller, Josh in Panama, who's going to be going to Poland. Okay, Josh, welcome. And what the heck? Why Poland? Hello? Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Why Poland? Oh, um, well, I'm with the military, and um, they're sending me there for a year for some stuff over there. So um, I'm actually leaving tomorrow. That's that's significant. So you don't really have a choice. I mean, you're in the military, so you have to go where they send you. Well, no, I have a choice. I did volunteer for the assignment. I didn't think I was going to get it, but um, oh. <laughs> I wanted to get the assignment. <laughs> and do you have family here, or are you a single guy? Um, I uh, I have family. I'm married, um, and my okay. family will be back in Panama City, Florida. And so, are they staying or are they coming? They're staying um, here in Florida, and I'm going by myself. Wow. Okay. So you're you're wanting me to look at what's going to go on for you. Are you coming back in a year? How's the family going to be? I mean, is that the general idea, or be more? You know, tell me what you want me to look at. Well, um, no, I, I know when I'm coming back because I'm actually going to Germany after that. But what I want to see was there any messages um, for my guides? Um, is there something that I need to be doing spiritually? Um, or something I'm supposed to discover while I'm down there. Oh, okay. All right. Well, l- let me just give me a couple seconds just to pull in your impressions and really see what that looks like for you. Um, hmm. um, okay. The only there was two things that came up. One, it centers around um, your family and what it means to be with your family and different ways of being present for them, that that is part of your process, how to look at that perhaps in a more expanded or different way. But that's the secondary theme. That's the first thing. The next theme talks about education or expanding yourself professionally, trying to take on a new skill set or expand yourself uh, on some educational level that you're supposed to be using this as an opportunity uh, to really grow yourself. So you don't want to just go over there and put in your time that you really want to see if there's something you can add to your process and to your skill set, maybe even your income or your status, that you're supposed to be doing that. Have you already thought that that's what you're doing? Um, yeah, actually, I did start school in October, and I had to put it on break because I'm getting ready to move, and plus I don't know how big the workload is going to be when I get over there. So mm-hmm. I, I do want to continue my education, but I just talking to people that's been there, they're saying that you know it's it's a little it's a, it's grinding to try to pull off both of them. 
I get it. I get it. But I, I have a sense you can be pretty focused when you put your mind to it and, you know, define it for yourself. I wouldn't defer to anybody else's perspective about what's possible because, you know, that's how we become more successful by setting the bar for ourselves and then figuring it out, you know, really working from the end back. And I get it. The first couple of months, there's really an adjustment. There's really a getting into the new system or the new way, whatever, whatever. But like I said, there's still a message, there's still a sense that if you can finish the education or add to your skill set, that's going to be, you know, it's two for one. And what I mean by that is um, it has more potency than if you wait later or, you know, delay it. So that's kind of what I'm getting. Okay. Okay. That makes sense because I definitely was um, stressing on, if I was going to be able to, you know, uh, continue school over there. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you don't have to take, you know, 15 units, you know, just whatever you can, whatever you think you can manage. But um, that's the message I got loud and clear. And gosh, thank you so much for your service and safe journeys and safe travels home. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. All right, Josh, you take care. Well, and I mean, that's some serious commitment right then and there. Someone who's got a family and gets up and goes. I'm sure his family's not loving it, right? Um, intense. So, wow. Powerful, powerful stuff. And so when you have that kind of powerful energy going, and that Josh is kind of that type of example, you've got powerful energy, powerful focus, powerful commitment. You really want to channel that into something that will create for you as well. You don't just have to be completely selfless about how you do service. Make sure it's working for you too. And that's what I was trying to say to him in a certain way. Just stay with your commitment to what you need in your life and figure it out to the best of your ability. But when you have those high intensity energies and frequencies happening in your creative space, there's different ways to maximize it. So uh, for any of you listening who have high intensity stuff going on, Learning to channel it into something that is creative and productive for you is the best possible way to go. Too often we get into this kind of reactive mode and we start just trying to plug holes and, you know, keep our balance when the, actually the best way to go is to channel it into something that's bigger, a goal, or something that we can become more around. So there you have it. All right, so we're heading down to, by the way, if you just tuned in, I'm Phyllis King, the Common Sense Psychic. It's an on-air readings day, and yes, I will be taking questions in the chat room. Um, They just kind of showed up after I've had quite a number of people in the queue, so I will get to them. Just bear with me as um, I'm navigating all this electronic gadgetry. And the number to get on the air, this will be the last time I give it this hour because I hate to leave people stranded on on the line for 40 minutes and the like, but it's 917-889-2894. Find me on Facebook and Twitter. And I just, uh, if you're interested in some of the principles of my success program, which is so much of what I talk about on the air, um, I have a bunch of two- and three-minute videos I've been creating, delivering those principles, and so you can get a lot of that information for free on my YouTube channel. All right, Tennessee, we're going to talk to Felicia. And when I, hi, Felicia. And hi. What's going on with the marriage, or what is it, what is it you think you need from me today, love? Um, to see what's going on. I think, well, my husband and I have been going through financial issues, but I can feel things are coming around. It's getting good at the end of this month, and so on. Festive for me. It's just that. You know, when a man is, when he's not doing what he's supposed to, what he want to do, it's hindering. So we're not connected. We haven't 
been connected for a while, so I'm just trying to see would he get over that hump or, you know, what will happen. Okay. And, um, yeah, I just I got his energy, but, um, I, you know, women are the leaders in relationships, and we lead through yeah. behavior, not through language. So mm-hmm. I would begin just acting as if you're connected, you know, fake it till you make it, if you will, because, yeah, you guys will absolutely get back on track. But he can get pretty darn moody and withdrawn. Oh, and, my God. Man. And so it's like, you know, I, I have one of those. My son is that way, actually. <laughs> and I have to be really super encouraging to him a lot. And it can be exhausting. But And you're not his parent. Yeah. You're his wife. It's a little bit different, so I don't need to make that. But your, your husband's a child. Um, but... Just start acting as if you're connected. And if you do that for two, three days consistently, you'll kind of be surprised that he just follows along. Why? Because it feels good. It feels better than the other. And then just continue to open the dialogue about what it, you know, what it takes to make him feel full and good about his life and his work, even when it's not ideal. Uh, but yeah, you guys are definitely going to come back together probably sooner than you think. I would think by in, you know Valentine's Day, you guys are rocking and rolling. So this is not a long-term pattern or a long-term problem. It is a long-term pattern, meaning you'll have to keep dealing with it and learning different techniques and methods to shorten the time that he stays in a funk. But, but you guys love each other. But, you guys care about but, each other. I, I I do. Yes, we do. But it drives me. How long? <laughs> I'm like, God, 16 years of marriage. Come on, it's driving me nuts. Now, has he ever been on antidepressants? No, but sometimes I feel he needs to be on something. I, you know, I'm not kidding you, Felicia. I think he could benefit. You know, and I think sometimes people think, oh, God, it means I'm flawed or there's something wrong with me. But sometimes we do have a chemical imbalance that needs to be, and I think he's one of those folks. He's borderline, but I think he would benefit. And so maybe that's something that can come up. And, And, you know, chemical, you know, drugs like that or therapy, things like that, those are tools to to help you succeed. They don't mean you're flawed. It's like you have a strategy for success. And obviously what you guys have been doing isn't working well enough, at least for you. And um, no. so maybe that's another topic of conversation. And you say it in a gentle way, not like, dude, you need some drugs. You are, I have to, you know, it's more like, honey, I love you. I care about you. Have to, you know, maybe it's something you should think about it and point out the positives. Yeah. Okay. I'll try it. I'll try but you guys will get back into rhythm. I've even been making it work for 16 years, so it's not like you don't know how to round the curve. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes it's like the low is the low. Yeah. <laughs> well, but you have a lot of influence on him, so don't be afraid to get in there and make the suggestions, and you know, and make sure you're getting adequate support. You know, and maybe sometimes maybe your friends and family are sick of hearing about it, but. You know, find someone who isn't and, <laughs> and let them hear about it. Well, I'm I'm more of spiritual, so I'll sit and get in my own zone and and and, and meditate and you Good. know talk to my dad and stuff like that. Well, on the other side, perfect. So. I love it and at, yeah. fantastic. So you've got it together on that level, and so I would just say some more modeling and not letting his moodiness, you know, don't take it personally, and rather yeah. just model what needs to be modeled so he has something to grab onto. Yeah. Well, I'd love to hear how this 
turns around and if he if he goes for the idea of antidepressants because I think it would help. I agree. Okay. All right. Thank well, you. well, good luck to you. Thanks for the call. I do appreciate it. Mhm. Yeah, that's really an interesting thing. You know, I'm not into drugs, and I'm I'm like everybody else. I don't want to take anything if I don't have to. I really don't. But there is a comes a moment when you know if something's not working, let's not just be in denial about it and just think we can think our way through it. We we really can't. And it's true. You know, I have a neighbor. I'm sorry to take off on this tangent here. I got a neighbor who has I call it the demon spawn dog. This little tiny thing, little white puff ball of some sort, and it's cute as can be from a distance. I'm telling you, I kid you not, I get within 20 feet of this beast, I call it, and I, it's going to, like, eat me alive, right? And it's crazy. My kids, my part, any of us, it's, it's ridiculous, and we're doing nothing. It's just a crazy. And no one can appreciate this little puffball. You see it coming, and you walk down the street, you know, on the other side of the street, and I've seen these dog whisperer and these cat whisperer shows where a lot of times these crazy animals need some type of chemical remedy. And people are the same way. Sometimes there's just something missing or our chemistry does indeed change as we age. And if we were borderline, then we are no longer borderline. And there's no there's no flaw in that. I never get it when people think getting help of some sort is means that there's a weakness. I mean, it's actually, you know, if you're sick, then you go to the store and you get cough medicine or whatever to make, it's the same thing. You're just taking care of yourself. All right. Never mind. Sorry about all that. Um, I just, (laughs) oh, and hi to everybody in the chat room and hi, Barry and Jules and all the guests, a lot of guests with numbers. (laughs) I don't blame you. Some people want to be uh, incognito and that's all good with me. Let's see, Jules says, Hi, Phyllis. Will my ex insist that I carry a life insurance policy on him as part of the divorce? Now, I thought you guys were divorced already, so he hasn't settled yet. Or will he just let it go since he's not paying for it? Thank you. And she says, I don't want to have to go pack to court for this. Um, look, at, um, I'm, not a, I'm not a lawyer, uh, so you have to always get your legal expertise on it, but... Nobody can really force you to do anything. I mean, everything's negotiable. I mean, if it's, you know, it's, I thought the terms of your divorce had already been written out. You're just in your waiting period. So um, I don't know that he can force you to do that. Why doesn't he get someone who actually wants to be with him, carry a life insurance or carry one on himself? I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I can't imagine you have to. I look at the energy of it and the, what comes back, Jules, is ridiculous. And if he wants you to do something, then he's got to give you something. And I don't know why that one issue, it seems so small, why that would be something that you two would want to go back to court for. You know, if, I mean, you, and granted, you can get life, depending on the type, you can get life insurance policies for really cheap. So it's not like it's a huge expense unless he wants it for a million dollars or something. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me, Jules, and the energy is like, what? Craziness. All right. And uh, let's see. Let's go to Kathy in Atlanta. Okay, this is exciting. You have are you, do you have a job and you're interviewing for a new one or are you out of work and this is something you're trying to get employed? What's going on? 
I am out of work, and I have an interview on Tuesday, um, so it's very close to my house in good position. Um, the name, you need the name and the title or one of the above? Just tell me the title both? of, yeah, the title. It's, it's a controller position. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, and do if you the first name of the company is enough. I just want to make sure I'm picking up on the right place. Um, it's I'll spell it because I don't know if I'm I'll pronounce it right. It's H A B A S I T. H A B A S I T. Well, there's four contenders for this job, by the way. So just so you know that there's they're interviewing a, a bunch of people, and there will be four qualified candidates, including you. Um, when I put you next to this company, it, it's a pretty good match. But boy, are they boy! What, what comes up for me is they're really tight. And when I mean tight, I mean they have high standards. Uh, they don't like people to make any types of mistakes or errors, really detail-focused, and um, not very flexible. So um, how you present at the interview and your ability to be succinct and really talk about your accomplishments and how that fits into the company is really key. And I would make sure I talk to them about the people who are successful and get the common denominator on what makes people successful there in that culture. And that could help push you over the edge with the others. You know, um, I've, you know, it's really about a 50, 50, whether this is your job or not, you know, you, you look like you would match. Well, it's, it's, it's highlighting a lot in your energy. Um, but the competition is stiff. So I would just do all your homework on interviewing and the right questions to ask. And, um, just really pump up your accomplishments, and I think the detail-oriented, the reliability, the consistency factors uh, will mean a lot to your interviewer person that you've got all that in place. Does that make any kind of sense to you? Um, yes and no. So basically you're saying um, I'm definitely detailed and speak highly about what I've done and how I've done it. Just be detailed in my accomplishments, basically. Yeah, very specific. I did this, and it, it benefited the last company in this way. I did that, and they saved X amount of dollars. I mean, something right, real okay. tangible result. And then do ask them about what makes people successful in their culture. I just think that's that just says that you're trying to see if you can fit in there and you're being really practical and thoughtful about it. And if they say, oh, well, you know, only people between the ages of 30 and 35, white people and people who have advanced degrees, they really do well here, but other people don't. So, or people who, you know, work 60 hours a week. So, See if they can give you some feedback on what the culture is. But I think they would like that question. I actually like that question. I've never asked that question. Um, yeah. Not put that way, but that's a yeah. great That's a yeah. great one. Um, do you see how soon they'll make a final decision? Um, it looks – they're not going to make it quick. It looks like by the middle of February, that person will be working no later than that. Um 
Yeah, and part of it is because they're going through a lot. They're interviewing a lot, and even though it comes down to only four people, uh, they have been looking at a lot of different candidates. And apparently, you know, they really want someone who's got it together and that fits in. And I think that's why that whole question is like, so that gives them the idea that you are looking at the whole company, not just trying to secure your job and your paycheck, but you want to match. So, um yeah, I think you would know something by the first week of February. Yeah. Maybe a little bit okay. later than that. But it says by Valentine's Day it's already it's solved. You know, so I would just go in there imagining the best possible result and they're gonna love you and you're gonna do great and you know, walk in there with that energy so that's what they hit up against when they start experiencing you. Okay. Um, by the, let me just look really quick at your pattern down the road here. I want to see. Um, yeah, if for some reason this job doesn't come through, and I'm not going to predict that because it does say it's still possible. It's open. It'll come down probably between you and one other person. Um, you will have another opportunity as early as April. So it's not like you're looking at a chronic unemployment situation that you will be back in the flow by then. So. One way or another, you're going to be working in, you know, the first quarter of this year. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, good okay. luck, Kathy. And I appreciate the call. Thanks. Thanks for calling. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. I'm going to take a very quick break, and when I get back, I'll get to more of your calls and questions. You're listening to Phyllis King. I'm your common sense psychic. Stay with me. Psychic, I just needed to get happy for a moment and rest my voice. If you've just tuned in, I am the Common Sense Psychic, and we're doing an on-air readings day. Um, find me off the air at my name website. It means my name is my website, phyllisking.com, or type in Common Sense Psychic in any of the search engines. Uh, find me on YouTube, Facebook, all the various places. And I'm pointing out YouTube only because I've recently posted five or six new videos that are two to three minutes in length uh, with certain principles from my success formula program, turning what you want into what you have in 2016. And it's for free, so why not, you know? Um, where are we? Oh, Erica, our good friend, our college student who's in Washington. You're getting ready to graduate. Talk to me, girl. Yes, um, I because of the previous caller, I changed my question. 
Um, I applied for another internship, and um, this one, you get to advocate for the disabled in D.C., and you're placed, um, they have, like, 20 offices, and you're placed in one of them, so you don't really know, like, who you're going to be working for. Um, and it's really cool because there's really cool opportunities, like, you can work, I don't know, like, at the White House, too. Like, it's really cool. And um, I was wondering, like, how you see that going and how I can help my chances um, to obtain it. Like, um, I, I'm not sure how many people are getting it, but at least 20, I think. Okay, well, the one thing you hear me talk about a lot, Erica, is the imagining, imagining, imagining what you want to have occur as if it were so, and really embodying a sense of knowing that something you want is yours. You can have it. It's a done deal. And the best way I can explain this is that I, I have a client who's a bodybuilder, and she she does it so magnificently, but before ever before she goes to a competition, uh, mm-hmm. weeks before, she, not only is she working her body and toning it the way it needs to get, and tuning in her diet, she's working her brain where she can totally see, I've got this. This is mine. Mm-hmm. I am there. I can make it happen. Just it's mine. She can see herself. You, know, you even hear people who win the lottery say, "I could see it happen. I could see myself holding the check. I just knew it was going to happen." So working the mind, the inter, and this is all. This is all abundant work of any nature. Can I discipline mm-hmm. my mind to hold the vision, believe and think what I want the reality to be and own it in my gut? So that's the one thing you can work on. And the other thing is just beefing up your resume, getting endorsements, getting letters of recommendation. I mean, anything and everything to people talking about how wonderful you are. And if there's any way you know anyone who knows anybody that works in that arena, get them to make a phone call on your behalf. I mean, the more you can show that people think you're great, um, the better, because a lot of people can show up good on paper, and then what ends up putting you over the edge is having some type of personal endorsement, even if it's just a letter. But, um, yeah, I mean, so, for instance, if you could talk to someone at your local politician's office and go talk to them and have a meet and greet and then perhaps ask them if they would recommend you and write a letter for you. I mean, you kind of have to step out of your regular activities and really reach for an endorsement. And so those are the things, if it were me, I'd be doing those things. And I would definitely Mm -hmm. be doing the imagining. And in terms of, you know, you're due for a win. I mean, you're due. You've You've been trying so hard to get uh, you know, to ha- to get something to open up for you. And, you know, you're just the right person for the kind of work you're talking about. So um, visualize, stack your resume, get the letters of, of recommendation, all that stuff, and just take your chances. I mean, that's really, because those are highly coveted positions, even though they're internships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a mock interview yesterday just because I do want to prep and make sure, you know, like I'm not blindsided. It is just a phone interview, but even then, like, I get to lose more that way because they don't get to see you in person. And most people are more personable. So um, okay. I like that part, but this is just a phone. Like, they don't get to see me. So um, right. I did have, like, a mock interview. And like I said, I'm prepping, but sometimes I just feel like it's not even worth the time. 
Well, I mean, and that's sort of the number one mistake most people make in the abundant process is they count themselves out. They start, and that's your mind telling you. And of course, what's the old saying? You don't try, you don't have any chance, right? So it's really, if you're going to get in the game, get all the way in the game. And here's what I know about how energy works. It's like, if you put like enormous energy, thought, consideration, work, great vibes into a process and the outcome you want doesn't show up, something else more suited will show up and meet you. It will something will work out for you. So you can't lose by doing that. Okay? So even if you don't get the thing your mind says is the best thing for you, if you contribute all those good ingredients, you will find yourself mm-hmm matching up with something that is perfect for you. So this idea of losing or something not working out is really false. It's generated by the ego. And I just encourage you not to buy into it. And partly, Erica, is that young people like yourself, it's just you you don't have two, three, four decades of experience behind you to work through. You know, a lot of people, not across the board, but it is true, I see this a lot, people in their mid-30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond have to combat all their experiences and all the programming and all the things they believed were possible or not possible. And when I'm working with them, I have to get through that. Then they can start being successful. But when you're only in your 20s, early 20s, you don't yeah, have a we whole don't bunch like of experiences yeah, yeah. to tell you that you can't. And so doing stuff like the imagining and putting these manifesting, quote, tools in place, you're going to see remarkable results. Okay, and but you've got overall, such a, how do you see yeah. me? Mm-hmm. Like with how this, do I um, see opportunity. Yeah. Um, well, you can get, like, an interview or even, you know, like, will I even get far? Or... Now, and do you have a photo? Do you have a photo of yourself in the package? In the package. <laughs> well, in your resume, in your application, I'm just saying, make oh, sure no. you have. Well, make sure you do. No. And so that they can, and make sure it's a really good one, not some some crappy, you know, a really good one. You know, <laughs> your chances are, you know. If you do everything I said to you and really do an incredible job with your application and stacking it with letters of recommendation and endorsements and things of that nature, you Mm -hmm. will get an interview. There is no question in my mind. I applied for it last Friday, so Mm -hmm. that part is already done. Okay. Yeah. So let's look at what you did energetically and what the feedback will be. Well... Look at um, never say never, practicing the energy game. It's really about a 50-50 proposition at this point. But keep imagining. Keep active in your own creative process and don't give up until you know they have, that you're in the game because the energy you send to your your application and see someone picking it out of the stack, see someone going, oh, this could be someone special. Let's look into that. See that happening, and that will improve your chances. And if you can get 
in the interview with them, then you have the potential to go to the next step, you know, because you've got mm-hmm. great energy and you are right for this position. But it's not it's not a lock. And in part because of the quantity of people that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, I mean, I'm just going to apply. I mean, I I already applied, but I'm just going to see how it all goes. Like, Practice yeah. imagining. Of course. That's all you can do. And don't stop putting yourself out there if for some reason this doesn't come to pass. The only There's only two reasons things don't come to pass. One, it's not right for you. And two, the timing's off. And so yeah, that's where I just want you to live, Erica. You're an awesome person, and they'd be lucky to have you. Yeah, I don't know. Um, one of my friends was telling me that you have to hear so many no's before you get a yes. And um, yeah, I, don't I think really we all do that. that. But um, I guess that's comforting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, but it only <laughs> okay. takes one. It only takes one yes. You know. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'll see. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Just keep holding a good thought. Keep your energy up, and it's good to hear from you, love. Uh-huh. Have Thank a great you, weekend. Too. You too. All right. Let's see. Let me check the chat room real quick. Okay. So we've been going on. With, there's Jules in the chat room. She's got this ongoing divorce with her husband trying to settle it. And she was asking me about does she need to um, buy life insurance for him? Or well, that's, you know, does she have to go back to court? Or is he not going to, it's going to stop paying alimony? Um, as long, yeah. So she says, as long as he, the policy was for a million dollars, because I'm like, well, if just life insurance in general, you can get a teeny tiny policy for dollars a month, and then you've met the obligation. Um, and she said the policy he wants her to keep intact is a million. Um, well, who's the beneficiary is my next question. If you're the beneficiary, then <laughs> then you get a million if he if he has an untimely demise. So, um. And, you know, and when I'm looking at the energy, you having to do that seems, it doesn't seem like it's necessary and it doesn't make sense energetically. That's what I said before. And the other piece to this is you decide what's going to work for you. Okay, so she says I would be the beneficiary. (laughs) Well, so it's sort of like an investment in yourself. So, um you know, that's what I would work out with myself. If you choose to do it, I would look at it as an investment for yourself. If you don't want to do it, fine as well. There's, I, don't, I just don't see it coming back on you. All right, and let's see. M. Sandoval. Um, let's see where I'm following your train. Um, I thought you asked me a question in here. Sometimes it scrolls down and I... Oh, she goes, what do you see in my pattern for relationships? Okay. Um, Let's see what's going on there for you, love. Um, um, I actually see you in a relationship pattern. So what that means to me is that you are looking to connect with someone and have a long-term partnership. Uh, It also says that you're, you know, you're still working on yourself. You know, you're still owning your, um, you know, what's that word when you're trying to have no doubt that you rock and that you love yourself and that you're 
anybody's lucky to have you, you're kind of still working through that one again. And so I think you might be seeing that mirrored back in some of your relationships that people aren't showing up for you as much as you would like. And But you're working through it. You're not getting too stuck on it. But I would say that to you, M. Sandoval, as well as anyone who's struggling in relationships, when you notice what's showing up, and if someone isn't showing up for you, that's what you want to look at healing in yourself. Are you showing up for you? Are you really, you know, really being there for you 100%? And um and then also, if someone is not treating you as you as you need and desire, don't hang on to it. Don't try and fix it. Don't try if it's you know, don't try and rehabilitate it. You know, you tell someone your needs and they're either going to meet them or not. And rather than hanging in there and let it be a drain on your energy, um, cut, just say, well, this isn't a match any longer. It was good for this period of time or whatnot. Meanwhile, you will be moving into another relationship if you're ending one or if one ends. And I would say that at some point in this year, you're not showing me a a definite timeline, uh, probably because you're mid-cycle with something, but... By the end of the year or the first quarter of 2017, I would expect that you will connect with someone who is, you know, what you've been looking for. You know, if you can't work through it with the people who are showing up, it's only a matter of time. You're not stuck in an endless pattern of not being satisfied. So just keep working on yourself, keep loving yourself, and don't settle. There's absolutely no reason to settle. You know, we settle because we're afraid we'll be alone. We're afraid we don't like ourselves enough. I mean, it's all based in all this less than type of thinking. Um, Yeah, so just keep doing what you're doing, girl. All right, area code 305. Hi, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello. Hello, sir. How are you? Hello. I'm great. Who who are you? (laughs) This is Maria. I'm calling from Florida. Hi, Maria in Florida. What's going on? Well, Phyllis, nothing's going on in my love life. And Uh-oh. I wonder if you see anything happening. <laughs> 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 that way, I love um, your show. Thank you. You're so kind. Thank you. I appreciate that. How long has it been since nothing's been going on in your love life? Two plus years, almost three. Oh, Okay. So you've been you went through a healing period and just finding your balance again, but you feel ready now. Or how yes. long have you felt ready? Well, I felt or ready. Or do you feel ready? Long. Yes, I do feel I would like it very much. I don't know if that means I'm ready, but I would like to be <laughs> in a serious relationship. <laughs> I asked that. Because, you know, I've had the good fortune to teach a love class for, you know, multiple years, I think four years at this point. And I I think that the number one indicator of when someone is going to pull in a new partner is state of readiness. And readiness mm-hmm. means I've really taken an inventory of what my past has been. I've updated my own information about who I am, what my needs are, etc. And I'm putting out a certain vibe into life. And that that's what I call readiness. And I was like looking at your energy, I'm like, well, does she really want one? Or does she really believe it can happen? You know, and so 
um, I, you know, I, if you're interested, I use this book in my class called Calling in the One, Seven Weeks uh-huh. to Attract the Love of Your Life. It's got a bunch of exercises in it, and um, it's fantastic. People really look at themselves through a new eyes, and usually just just taking another assessment of what's going on in your creative process emotionally uh, in the past or what your beliefs are, it helps move things around and stuff starts happening. So, um, but let me look at you psychically for a moment again, just in the love life. Oh, okay. So book or no book, you know, by August of this year, you will meet someone. And it could be sooner, maybe a little bit later, but that's what you're showing me right now. So it's not too long before you're back in relationship with someone. And he looks delightful, actually. Uh, great sense oh, yeah. of humor, great, great smile, um, friendly, warm. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of sensitivity to him. So someone you're really going to connect with. So this year. And if you okay. just want to speed it up or look at it through a different lens, you know, pick up a, the book on Kindle or something and have fun with it. Okay, great. Oh, thank you, Phyllis. Thank you. <laughs> You're most welcome. <laughs> okay, six more months. I'm hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Maria. Great to hear from you. Thanks for the call. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah. And if you did just tune into the show, I'm Phyllis King, the Common Sense Psychic, and it's an on-air readings day. Happy Friday, everybody, and going into the weekend feeling good, um, unless I guess you're in the east where I guess it's raining uh, raining gangbusters. Um, and out here on the west coast, we've been getting a lot of uh, rain, which we need, but it is winter. So what else? Hey, does anybody watch football? I don't want to get off on a whole tangent, but I'm curious who people are rooting for. <laughs> I'm in the Bay Area, so Oakland Raiders are out, 49ers are out, so you kind of have to go, who do you root for? And then you end up rooting for teams. You root against people, like people who beat your teams. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm wondering who everybody's rooting for. Um, where am I? Where am I? Um, let's see, area code... Uh, five six one. Hi, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Lena from Florida. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Who are you reading for? Do you watch football? No, I don't watch football. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. So, what do you want to talk about? What's uh, what's on your mind? I want to ask you about relationships, just like the previous caller. Uh, there's a man around me, but he doesn't doesn't seem to want to come forward. I don't know what his problem is. Even what do you mean he doesn't want to come forward? I don't. I'm. I don't what, know. What, seems, what does that mean? Seems, it's like you know, I see him and he's sending his friends to me, asking me out, sending me text messages. He's in love with me, but then still sending his friends out to find an information about me. So I don't know how long this fiasco is going to go on. <laughs> I've never heard. Are we in like the sixth grade? What the heck? Does he pass notes? Is your? I mean, really. When do you see him? I mean, I'm just curious. I don't. I'm trying to stay away because I figure I want him to come to me. I'm not running to him. I know where he goes, and sometimes I go there, and then he runs away from me. I mean, I know him. <laughs> we had a conversation. We had a relationship. It's just, we fell out. We I'm fell sorry, out I'm for just... a while. We <laughs> fell out for a while, but I'm just like, I don't know what to think with this guy if it was going to even have a relationship or it's going to not even fizzle out or what why would you even want this person 
what would you find even mildly appealing about a person who can't even be consistent or show up? Why? I mean, talk about rehabilitation. I mean, you aren't a rehabilitation center, are you? No. <laughs> well, here's where I come from on this. Is I'm teasing you a lot, so forgive me. I'm not. I'm not trying to diminish your circumstances. I've never heard such a thing since I was in grammar school, but. Um, um, I don't believe in rehabilitating people. I, I don't think that's a benefit in any way. And I come from the position that we want to create and define our reality internal, internally, master the inside game, succeed in the outside world. And what that means is you determine what you want in a relationship, what you want in a partner. And it's really only a couple, it only starts with a couple of core beliefs or feelings like, for me, in my life, one of the most important things that's always been for me is I, it needs to be easy. And not that all relationships are easy, but the person needs to come to me with complete clarity that they want to be with me. That person needs to come to me with uh, the same sense of awareness, stature, ability to earn income. That I want someone who's in line with me. I don't want to be pulling someone along. I don't want to have to be picking someone up with regularity, you know, you all support each other from time to time, but it needs to be real equitable. That's my core guttural feeling. I need that. Other people are like, you know, I need someone who's financially stable or I need someone who's got a, you know, a kind heart, whatever. But you just define what you really need more than anything else. I need safety. I need security. That's what I need. And you put that into your gut, into your creative mechanism. And you never date anyone who doesn't, at the get-go, show up with that quality that you've determined you need. I mean, you've talked about this person. Maybe he's very creative, nice, wonderful, what have you. But he's a mess, Right. And when a person is a mess, they bring all that mess with you. And here you are kind of going, can this work out? What should I do about this? Is this? I would think this is something you'd want to like just kind of move off the table, clear the decks so that you could bring someone in who could really show up for you. All right, that's my two cents or 25 cents on that. Um, let me just look at your process and see... He needs to go. That's my point of view. Take it or leave it. Let me look at what's coming up for you in the relationship pattern. Well, you do have to complete this in your own heart and your mind. You have to put the boundary and say no more. Because this mm-hmm. is the type of person that will keep playing this game with you as long as you allow it. So really good, strong boundaries. I'm done. Let's put a period. I'm moving on. Um, you are showing me another partner that wants to show up in the middle of summer. July is what you're showing me. And, you know, Lena, apparently you're working on your own self-worth as well. You're working on your own the permission to say, I can have. I don't have to settle. So will that person be a lifetime partner? It's possible. Much better than this person you're dealing with. And you have another person behind that. So you're in a pattern to try and get you where you're going. So you're not going to be alone. Uh, You're moving into something else in the summer. And if for any reason that doesn't come to pass, someone else will be in the first part of 2017. So really... Mm -hmm. If you can, take in the words I'm saying about Mm -hmm. honoring yourself, not settling, saying no to chaos and craziness and grammar school antics, and let yourself really be a full-grown woman and say, I want a full-grown man. Okay, I'm done. Now you can respond to all of that craziness. Thank you. (laughs) All right, love. I do appreciate the call. All right. 
Oh, boy. I just wasn't trying to laugh at that, but have you guys heard of anything like that? A grown man sending his friends to say, I love you, and here's a note. and That's that's more work than I'm cut out for. It's like I already have kids. Okay, here we are. Um, Let me, the person who's been on hold the longest, area code 518. Hi, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, I'm calling from Albany, New York. My name is Melissa. Hi, and what's your question? I'm question uh, my question is, um, I guess, topic of today is um, my love life. What do you see for my love life? Okay, and, and is there anybody in it, or are you dry right now? Well, I'm seeing someone, but he's been oh. kind of hot and cold lately. Okay, and what's that person's first name? Steven. Okay, let me take a peek. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. Teeny bit tricky, Marcia. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm not enjoying what I'm looking at here because um, I, can't, I don't like to say things like this. That's why I'm stumbling around here. I'm trying to think about how to say this in a way, you know, because I, I don't like things that make me feel bad or you. Um, my sense, here's, you know, take this if you don't like it, you know, if it feels like completely off, just throw it out the window and press forward on your own insight and instinct. My sense is he is has either met someone else or he's on the cusp of meeting someone else. He care he likes you, you like him. There is a connection, but and I don't know if you haven't required enough of him or he's gotten lazy or what exactly has created this sort of dynamic where you're not getting your needs met and he doesn't think he has to so he might be getting a little bored and then you don't think you should make him man up and I'm not sure what all that is about but Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling really optimistic for the future because the communication is not what I would like it to be and I'm Mm -hmm. afraid that you know, he's not going to be able to talk to you and you're not going to be able to talk to him and then he ends up seeing someone else. And I, I, I really don't want it to be, um, mm-hmm. I hope that doesn't come to pass. But if it, if it were me and I was in this scenario, I would sit down and, and you know, kind of have a heart-to-heart and say, hey, we've been together okay. for this amount of time, we've been dating, and, you know, this is what I'm looking for in my life. What are you looking for? And that might actually do some good. Most men, when you say, I, I want to talk, they run the other direction as fast as they yep. can. But if you approach it in such a way to say, you know, where are we? You know, just like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking for a partner, I'm hoping with can become something at some point. What are you looking for? And kind of put it out on the table. Okay. That will either clarify in terms of him going, oh, well, she really is into me, and it does matter what I do, and okay, maybe I'll man up. Um, or you'll see, oh, wow, he's in a completely other universe, and maybe I should just cut my losses. Um, mm-hmm. So and it could do either, and that's the interesting thing about it to me, that it's the communication that might be part of the problem why there's distance happening between you. Did okay. any of that make sense, or was that just awful to hear? No, it wasn't awful. It's just um, we just we've only known each other a short period of time, and okay. like you said, he seemed you know to be into me. Now it's kind of like 
half and half. I don't know what to make of it. Well, so how long have you guys been seeing each other? A couple weeks. Yeah. Well, and look at if it's already dropping off at a couple of weeks, then that's a pretty interesting sign because usually if you're connecting and things are rocking and rolling, then, you know, you're all about hanging out. You're all about texting like crazy maniacs. So, you know, but maybe he, you know, there is a possibility he may not think you're that into him. I I don't get that strongly, but, um, you know, I I think you'll figure this out pretty quickly in the coming days. So, Uh, let me let, let me look at the rest of your pattern and see what's going on for the next coming months or something. See, well, interestingly enough, it doesn't look like he's dropping off the face of the planet. That even if he does begin to see someone else, that he'll kind of see both of you, even if you don't know about uh-huh. each other for a period of time. Uh-huh. Um, but by May or June, um, I think you'll make a decision about this relationship, and I, I, my sense mm-hmm. is you're going to feel like it's it's too strenuous, it's not easy enough, and you actually have another partner coming in, someone really tall, very okay. tall, ex- and more than like six feet. I don't know if he's a basketball <laughs> player or what, but you are going to meet someone who's extraordinarily tall. Um, right now, you're showing me September-ish. Um, so there is someone else coming in. It's not this person. Okay. Well, this person's not real tall, right? No. Yeah. So, um, again, that's the good and that's the bad. And uh, prove me wrong. Make a liar out of me. That would make me very happy. Okay. Hey, but I just, I, I just let it, leave it out there and, you know, whatever happens, happens. There you go. There's and only you're so a good much person can... and You're a good person and you, you'll find another good person if this guy doesn't. You know, if Stephen doesn't get it together. Okay. All right, love. Make a liar. Thank you. All right. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Oh, you know, I like to have a great time on the show and make light of certain things as much as possible. And somebody calls up and it doesn't feel great. It's like, damn it. But, you know, that's the way it goes. And kind of the whole point for me of using a psychic is to kind of two things. You know, to either validate back to me what I already know and help me reaffirm my own instincts, that's one thing I like. The other thing is to avoid the pitfalls, to kind of see what's coming down the pike, kind of like astrology. Astrology kind of sets the template and you kind of see what momentums are up for you. The same type of thing. You know, and then the other thing, hopefully, to inspire, you know, to say, you know, there are still possibilities or in what's going on. So that's what I attempt to do. Uh, but I do get impacted when I see somebody heading for something that's not pleasant. Okay, so um, I think that's it. I uh, didn't get to quite all the calls today. There's just not enough time for me to get into another call. I don't like to rush it, especially if I feel there might be some potency there. So do feel free to call back next week to those of you still on the line. And thank you for being here, whether it's live or to the download. I appreciate it. And you've been listening to Phyllis King. I'm your Common Sense Psychic. Have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. Take care. Mm.